Hello, and welcome to my podcast, From Trauma to Triumph. I am Leah Bandola and your host. My mission is to help people heal their past so that they can unleash their brilliant future. I am a trauma release specialist, empowerment coach, and cognitive behavior therapist. I am also a published author with three book publications and a professional speaker. This podcast delves into the world of trauma, and it is a big world. There are so many aspects to trauma and how it affects us in our lives, and each episode will give you more information, examples, stories, and strategies to help you understand trauma better and how to release the hold that it has on us. Let's jump into today's episode. Well, hello, everyone. Well, yes, here we are yet again in a heat wave. (laughs) It seems like the last few episodes, that's how I've started. Um, And it seems to be this one is almost worse than than the ones before. But summer is actually not uh, too long before it's over. And uh, so I guess in some ways we we can be enjoying the hot weather, um, although I prefer it a little cooler than this. But it got me thinking about, you know, just how, number one, how fast this summer has gone. Um, And, you know, I know that uh, often you hear that, wow, time just keeps flying so fast, especially once you get a little older. Um, But I don't know about you, but for me, it feels like this year, this summer, it went like literally in the blink of an eye. And maybe that's because, you know, we were locked down and couldn't do a lot of things for so long and so we had a little bit of freedom and uh, able to do a few things more than we were before and so maybe that's what has made it seem like it's just going faster but but the truth is that we are one week away from September and uh, and then you know a few weeks after that summer's officially over and you know it's, it's been a good summer in a lot of ways. And now towards the end of it, I think we're starting to get the rumblings and feeling like, uh-oh, we might be uh, in for a little bit of a rough time coming up again. Maybe not, you know, quite the way it was uh, before, but, you know, numbers are going up and, and I've been talking to a lot of people who are starting to feel those old fears coming back. Uh, it's still, obviously, COVID is an ongoing concern. And I think, you know, it's it's going to be for a while. And, you know, it's also showing us that division again, um, you know, between different people's opinions and the way they think things should be done and and moving forward what needs to happen and and it so in a lot of ways i don't know for me it feels like here we go again we're we're back there again um we know more now so that's the good news however we are still at the mercy of you know the powers that be the people that make the decisions and and so i think people are starting to feel that uh that fear that maybe didn't totally go away because the circumstances haven't really gone away. 
Um, but it also, I think, is triggering a lot of us with things from our past that where we felt out of control before. And I know that certainly early on in the pandemic, when there were so many questions, people were really feeling like they were losing their autonomy almost to a degree and that, you know, decisions were being made for them. And for many of us, you know, depending on what generation you're you're from, this is the first time that we've experienced anything like this. And again, everyone thought, oh, it's just going to be, you know, a few weeks. And then we thought, oh, a few months. And, and now here we are, what, 19 months in, uh, probably close to 20 months. Um, and we're still there. And yes, it's better, but, you know, there's still a lot of question marks and there's still a lot of things being affected by it and events that are being affected by it. And now, you know, the conversation is around the uh, vaccine passports and what you're going to be able to do and not do, depending on whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. Some people's jobs are in question. Um, so, yeah, it uh does it feel kind of like we're just, you know, stuck in a loop? Because <laughs> sometimes that's how it feels for me. It's like we, we, you know, get out of it for a little bit and then life starts to feel a little bit normal again, quote unquote, normal is in quotes, <laughs> because I'm not sure if it'll ever be back to um, the way it was before fully. But you know, we had this summer, we were able to do some things. Um, there were some, you know, um, restaurants or a lot of restaurants that uh, were able to open for indoor dining. And, but you know what, it's, it's still, there's still restrictions. And now, you know, with numbers escalating again, um, and there's talk of possibly having to, you know, go back to some further restrictions. It's scary. It's scary for a lot of people. So how do we get through this loop? And how do we, how do we, you know, keep from getting stuck in the loop, right? Even if it's just for a little bit, because what's keeping us there is the fear. And fear, of course, is, is always a future oriented uh, thought process or a feeling um, that results from from that thought process that's about the future and the uncertainty and and not knowing what's going to happen and um, are we going to be okay and am I going to be able to with um, uh, sorry I lost the word there that I was going to say um, withstand that was the word uh, withstand the um, you know having to go back to more restrictions again um, I, I pray that there won't be any lockdowns anymore, but we don't know that. Um, so, you know, still lots of questions that are causing a lot of fear in a lot of people and different degrees. You know, there are some people that I've talked to who know people or they themselves are not comfortable going into any kind of indoor activity or event with people that they don't know. Um, there are people who will still only meet even loved ones outside because that's the only way they feel comfortable. Um, there are people who have turned down invitations to things 
because they were inside and they didn't feel comfortable. And, and you know, some of these people are vaccinated, are protected to a degree. Nothing is 100%. That's what we have to remember. And, uh, but, you know, different people have different levels of comfort. And we have to just honor people where they're at, right? Everybody's different because, and the reason everybody's different and reacts differently is because we all have our own unique history and past, and we see things through our own colored lenses that are made up of all those things from our past and our conditioning and our belief systems that were developed and, and uh, our experiences. And so, you know, I'm just asking maybe for, for a little patience um, with some people um, to, and a lot of understanding that not everybody might be where you're at. Not everybody believes the same things that you believe and we have to respect each other. Um, and having said that, to also be aware that if you are making some choices um, where it could affect other people, uh, then you have to be willing to live with the consequences of those choices. Always, 100% of the time. That was the one thing I always taught um, when I was working, you know, at the youth center, working with teens, I, and even with my own children or friends, kids, I would always say, listen, you can make that choice. You can decide to do that thing as long as you are 100% prepared to take the consequences that go along with it. And that doesn't stop when, you know, you grow up and become an adult, <laughs> like that still applies to every single human being. And we have a choice. We have a choice. You know, I have people all the time saying, I have no choice. And I, you know, I'm a, uh, as I just said to somebody recently, a no BS kind of person. And I will tell you like it is. And I will challenge that and say, absolutely, you have a choice. You have lots of choices. But some of the choices feel really difficult, like you can't make that choice. And, but at the end of the day, the truth is you do have choice. You have a choice whether you want to get up and go to work in the morning. You have a choice whether you want to, you know, work on your relationship. You have a choice whether you want to change your job. You have a choice whether you want to work at all. You have a choice of so many things. And for most of us, what you know, has us making one choice over another is that we look at what the potential consequences could be. So if I decide I don't feel like going to work today, um, just because I don't feel like it and I'd rather go play, then, you know, I might lose my job. Well, is it worth it? Is it going to be worth it for me to go and, you know, play hooky or skip a day or, or whatever? Um, and have the potential of losing my job. For most people, the answer would be no. No, I'm, you know, I'll wait till the weekend to do that thing. Um, and I will, you know, take my responsibility and, and go do what I need to do. But for some people, and they don't, see, here's the difference is sometimes we make these choices unconsciously. Often we can make unconscious choices, especially if it's not really, you know, if something's not really working for us, if we stop long enough and go, well, 
I picked that, I chose that, but I didn't, I wasn't really aware of what I was doing and what I was choosing. And that's because it is an unconscious choice. But there are things that are really important to us. We can take the time and decide, you know, what, what is important and, and what are the resulting consequences of me deciding to do this thing or not do this thing. So, um, often too, I hear the phrase, I'm just stuck. I feel stuck. And I think, you know, during this pandemic, a lot of people <laughs> have had that feeling of stuckedness, as I call it, because there was a lot of uncertainty and, you know, you weren't going to make, or a lot of people weren't going to make major uh, decisions because you just didn't know what was coming down the road. So then you kind of feel like, let's say you were in a, in a relationship that wasn't really working, hasn't been working for a long time. Um, and then of course, you know, during lockdown, <laughs> you're, you're, you're really stuck because it's like, well, I can't go anywhere. Where am I going to go? I have to stay here with this person. Um, but then even when that gets lifted, you might feel like you start making excuses or reasons why I can't leave. Um, I, this isn't the right time. I uh, don't know if I'm going to have a job a month from now. So how can I leave? Um, it would just be too hurtful because my partner is already suffering because they have lost their job or whatever, right? So these, this is the inner dialogue that we have. And then before we know it, um, it starts to feel like we don't have a choice. But the truth is we do, you know, it'd be a very, very difficult choice. It might be an uncomfortable choice. And often what happens is once we have the courage to make a choice, you know, leave the job, leave the relationship or quit, quit um, or sell your house or um, make a big move across the country or whatever it is that you've been struggling with that you feel has been keeping you stuck in something or with someone that you really don't want to be with. Then once you make the decision and it's like, you know what, <laughs> I, I got to get out because I just can't live like this anymore. I can't do this job anymore and you make the decision to make a big change for most people it just feels like an enormous weight has been lifted and it's almost kind of like if you we look at you know an analogy of you're stuck in the muck and you're sinking and it's it's you can't move and you can't get out and you're literally stuck and then you know all of a sudden um maybe it starts to rain so things start to get a little looser and all of a sudden you feel like, oh, I can move a foot. Okay. All right. So, so this is good. You know, there's a possibility I'm going to get out of this. And then maybe it starts to loosen a little more and then you go, okay, I can move another foot. All right. Now this is starting to look more hopeful. Like there's a real possibility here. And then before you know it, you can step out and you're unstuck. So in life, that looks like um, an opportunity comes along where you have to make a decision and or something happens. <laughs> this is more likely for a lot of people. It's like all of a sudden you 
you know, your boss comes to you and says, uh, yeah, because of everything that's happened, we are going to have to let go of 50% of, of the staff. And so unfortunately, you're one of those people. So it's almost kind of like you got pulled out <laughs> rather than voluntarily stepping out. Um, but the end result is the same because it's you needed to make a change. And so whether you get forced out of it or you uh, you make the decision consciously, um, you will have the same resulting feeling. Maybe not right away if it was something you weren't really expecting, um, but eventually if you can kind of look at it from a, a viewpoint of, well, I wanted this to happen anyway. And it kind of the decision got made for me. And, you know, I talked to all kinds of people and I have experienced this myself where in the moment it felt like it was terrible and, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm going to have no money. I'm going to, you know, and all that, the, the catastrophizing starts to happen in your head. And then, you know, once I take the time to really look at it and give myself the space or, or other people have given themselves the space to really process it and realize, you know what, I didn't want it. I didn't want that anyway. I really was ready to move on, but I just didn't have the courage. And so something or someone else kind of did it for me. And then you start to feel that relief, that sense of, oh, okay. So now I have some freedom to maybe make some different choices. But if you've been stuck for a long period of time and you have you know things from your past that have led to some conditioning or certain beliefs being formed about yourself it might feel like you can't make those decisions but the truth is you know with the right um uh tools and the right way of kind of working through things and processing things you can start to see some other possibilities. And when you get to the point where you can just even see a little possibility, it's like that little glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel, right? And you go, wow, okay, well, it's there, you know, there's something. Um, so let me do, take another step to move towards it. And then you might, you know, do some research or read a really great book that's motivating or whatever. And then you're going to keep moving forward. And with each step, well, what happens? The light starts to get bigger and bigger. And as you approach it and you're almost out of the tunnel, then you can really, really, you know, feel like you're out of the dark and in the light. So that was just a little bit of a uh, riff, I guess, a bit of a riff of, of just kind of where I'm seeing and hearing, you know, people are uh, right now. I think also what's happening is, you know, battle fatigue is setting back in again. We've been through this. Um, and battle fatigue kind of happens when it's like, it just keeps going and going and going and and it's hard to see even that little tiny light at the end of the tunnel and you have to keep kind of, you know, consciously keep bringing yourself back to it. And it's like you're, you know, in an actual battle, it's like you're constantly gearing up for the next fight. You're constantly preparing for that next fight. 
And I think for a lot of us, that's how it's felt, you know, this um, during this uh, pandemic and this last 19, 20 months, um, where it just feels like we're constantly having to gear up and be prepared and, you know, look at, well, you know, if this happens, then what am I going to do? Um, and, and that is what actually causes battle fatigue. Um, so, you know, I want you to just take some time to maybe just check in, check in and see where you're at and how you're feeling about stuff. And hopefully you have people in your life that you can talk about this with. Um, if you don't, you know, there are those of us out here who are willing to give you an ear. Um, please reach out, you know, in, in social media or um, if you go to my website, um, you can find ways of communicating. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear if, you know, these podcasts are helping at all, if you're getting any kind of insights or, you know, just feeling kind of like you're not alone, because that's my goal is to have everyone out there feel like you really are not alone in this fight, in this battle, um, in this particular one, but just the whole, uh, what can feel like sometimes the battle of life. Um, so I've got a few resources for you as usual. And it's funny because I, I mean, I have a, a bazillion books here, <laughs> like really a lot. Um, and so often when I'm preparing for these podcasts, I will just kind of wander around my library and go, I don't know what kind of fits with what I want to talk about. And, and very often things just sort of jump out at me not literally, but, but it's like something catches my eye and it, it'll be the very thing that I think, wow, you know what? I think that would be really helpful. Um, so, so the books that I've come up with, uh, or that jumped out at me, um, for this podcast, uh, the first one is called Think Like a Monk and it's by Jay Shetty, S-H-E-T-T-Y, S-H-E-T-T-Y. Um, and, uh, and Jay Shetty was actually a monk for a while. <laughs> and so, um, he's, he's literally coming from that place of having experienced this. Um, but I thought this would be a really good one because what really keeps us stuck and, you know, in that loop, um, mentally is, is our thoughts and those negative thoughts that just keep going around and around and, and, um, the skewed thinking that we have, the catastrophizing, all of that. And sometimes it feels really hard to just get out of it. So I'm just going to read you kind of what's on the, the inner jacket of this book, because it really kind of captures um, what the book is about. And it's, um, uh, it's about how to overcome negativity, how to stop overthinking. This is what a lot of us will do when we when we get stuck, um, why comparison kills love, how to use your fear. Um, so we, ever, we all have fear, you know, and it's, it's not about eliminating your fear because that's probably never going to happen, but it's about how to use it and, um, and not stay kind of stuck in that, that place of fear. Um, why you can't find happiness by looking for it. That's interesting. Um, how to learn from everyone you meet 
why you are not your thoughts, how to find your purpose, why kindness is crucial to success, and much, much more. And I've just started reading this book, so I can't comment um, fully on all the contents, but I'll tell you so far, it's, it's an amazing, amazing read. The other one is uh, called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And um, she also wrote Love Warrior. That was the first book I read by her. And it was that one was more focused on um, her life and her experiences uh, as an alcoholic and um, the effects of it on her family. Um, and this one is it does still go into her life. because She made a like massively huge life change. Um, and I don't want to spoil it for you. So if you have not uh, read any of Glennon Doyle's books or seen her. She's been on all kinds of different um, interviews and shows, but um, this one is really great because it it kind of cues into um, finding that inner voice that we often, you know, just kind of gets buried by everybody else's voices. Um, and um, I'm going to read um, just one part uh, here in the synopsis because um, it kind of really tells it all. And, and um, it's um, it's a story of navigate. So it's her story, sorry. Um, and her story of uh, combating addictions and, but also about the cultural conditioning. It's basically about, um, you know, having to conform or many of us feel we have to conform to what other people want and what other people need from us and or, or who they need us to be. And she just writes brilliantly about, um, you know, um, about looking at um, how all these voices that are not necessarily our own um, can have us, you know, not living the life that we're supposed to live, basically. And um, I'm trying to find that part. Ah, here it is. Um, it's a story of how each of us can begin to trust ourselves enough to set boundaries, make peace with our bodies, honor our anger and heartbreak, and unleash our truest, wildest instinct, instincts so that we can become women who can finally look at ourselves and say, there she is. Um, and it, it is focused on uh, females. Um, but of course, all of this stuff also applies to males. And then the last one is called Big Magic. And it's by Elizabeth Gilbert. And that name might sound familiar to you. Um, because uh, Elizabeth Gilbert uh, wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And then of course, there's been movies and all kinds of things uh, from that book that was that still remains one of my favorite books of all time. Um, but this one is called Big Magic, and um, it's about creative living beyond fear. And again, it's it's that whole combating the fear, um, balancing between soulful spirituality and cheerful pragmatism. Pragmatism. Okay, I can't say that word. It's been a long day. Pragmatism. <laughs> she encourages us to uncover the strange jewels that are hidden within each of us. Whether we long to write a book, make art, find new ways to address challenges in our work, embark on a dream long deferred, or simply infuse our everyday lives with more mindfulness and passion. 
big magic cracks open a world of wonder and joy. So there's your resources for the week. Um, I hope that um, this little kind of, you know, impromptu sort of riffing that I did today was helpful for you. And uh, I will see you next week. And remember the goal is to grab those moments of peace, joy, and love. Talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe or follow me so you don't miss a single episode. If you want to go deeper in your healing, you can book a free discovery session with me and learn more about my unique strategy to unlock the real you through my unearth, uncover and unleash three-part system to discover and heal your past and present trauma and become empowered to live your best life. Go to my website, lifelessons.ca or contact me directly at leah at lifelessons.ca to book your session. You can also find me on social media. My links are all on my podcast page. And while you're there, I would love it if you would leave a review, good or bad. I want to know how I can make this podcast just what you need it to be. And if you love it, I definitely want to hear that. You can also leave a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Until next time, grab some joy wherever you can. Bye for now.